The Futility of Fixing Stupid, Navigating Toxic Relationships, Unraveling the Knot of Repeated Toxic Choices. In this thought-provoking episode of Information for Life, Insights and Ideas to Navigate Your World, we delve into the perplexing realm of human relationships, relatedly, for some of us anyway, titled The Futility of Fixing Stupid, Navigating Toxic Relationships. This episode revolves around the alarming trend of individuals repeatedly engaging in toxic relationships, the psychological underpinnings of such choices, and the profound impact these patterns have on one's ability to recognize and maintain healthy relationships. Welcome listeners to another episode of Information for Life, Insights and Ideas to Navigate Your World. I'm your host, Daniel Boyd, and today we're embarking on a journey through the tangled webs of human connections in our episode titled, The Futility of Fixing Stupid, Navigating Toxic Relationships. You know, there's a saying that goes, you can't fix stupid. Harsh? Maybe. But when it comes to relationships, especially toxic ones, this phrase might hit closer to home than we'd like to admit. Why do some of us keep running back to the fire even after getting burned? Why do we attempt to mend the unfixable, especially when it corrodes our sense of self and distorts our view of what healthy relationships should look like? In today's episode, we delve deep into the psychology behind our attraction to toxic relationships. We'll explore the undercurrents of why people repeatedly find themselves in the arms of harm and the impact that has on their ability to recognize, let alone sustain, a healthy relationship. But it's not all doom and gloom. We'll also navigate through the escape routes, how to recognize these patterns, break free from them, and move towards fostering healthier emotional ties. We'll read the advice from experts, dive into some recent research and some older stuff, and maybe, just maybe, find a glimmer of hope in what often seems like a never-ending cycle of emotional turmoil for some people. So buckle up and let's unravel the complex tapestry of human relationships together. This is Information for Life, where we don't just observe the world around us, we seek to understand it. We'll explore the concept of can't fix stupid, a colloquial way of addressing the seemingly irrational decisions people make in their interpersonal relationships. Drawing upon recent psychological research and expert opinions, the episode unpacks why some individuals find themselves repeatedly drawn to unhealthy relationships despite the apparent harm these liaisons cause. Section 1, The Attraction to Toxic Relationships So let's dive right into the first part of our discussion today, the attraction to toxic relationships. It's a topic that is both complex and honestly a bit unsettling. Why do we sometimes find ourselves drawn to relationships that are, for lack of a better word, toxic? Why do we persist in these connections even when they are clearly harmful to us? To understand this, we need to look into several key psychological factors attachment styles, self-esteem issues, learned helplessness, and the phenomenon known as repetition compulsion. Firstly, attachment styles. These are patterns of expectations, needs, and emotions we developed in early childhood that affect how we relate to others in our adult lives. Research by Bartholomew and Howaritz, 1991, categorized themselves into four types, secure, anxious, preoccupied, dismissive avoidant, and fearful avoidant. It's the latter two that often find themselves in toxic dynamics. The dismissive avoidant individual who prizes independence above all might find themselves attracted to someone who challenges this independence, ironically leading to a toxic push and pull. 
On the other hand, the fearful avoidant person, who both desires and fears close relationships, might see toxicity as a familiar pattern, mistaking intensity for intimacy. Bartholomew and Howaritz, 1991. Then we have self-esteem issues. It's a simple yet profound truth. How we feel about ourselves influences the kind of relationships we believe we deserve. Low self-esteem can make us a magnet for toxic relationships. We might tolerate disrespect or emotional abuse because deep down, we don't believe we're worthy of better treatment. This concept is explored in depth by Swislow and Orth in 2013, who found a strong link between low self-esteem and vulnerability to depression, which can exasperate the tendency to engage in harmful relationships. Next, let's consider learned helplessness, a phenomenon that profoundly affects our relationship choices. Learned helplessness occurs when an individual repeatedly faces adverse situations that they perceive as inescapable or uncontrollable, leading to a belief that future efforts will also be futile. The whole, what happened, happened, and couldn't have happened any other way mindset, if you will. In relationships, this manifests as a pattern of enduring toxic behaviors, not because one desires such treatment, but because they believe they can't change their situation or find something better. This concept was extensively studied by Seligman, 1972, who observed that when individuals feel powerless to change their circumstances, they are more likely to accept negative situations as inevitable. In the context of relationships, this can mean staying in harmful, unsatisfying partnerships because one feels incapable of altering their relationship dynamics or believes that they cannot have a healthier, more positive relationship experience. Learned helplessness can thus trap individuals in a cycle of toxicity, eroding their ability to make empowering choices in their romantic lives. Lastly, repetition compulsion, a concept introduced by Freud and later expanded upon by contemporary psychologists. It's a psychological phenomenon where individuals unconsciously repeat patterns of trauma or conflict often seen in their choice of partners. People might repeatedly enter relationships that mirror unresolved aspects of past traumas or conflicts, hoping on some level to, quote, get it right this time, end quote. This is articulated in the work of Solomon and Siegel, 2003, who discuss how unresolved childhood trauma can manifest in adult relationships, leading to a cycle of repetition. Understanding these factors, attachment styles, self-esteem issues, learned helplessness, and repetition compulsion is crucial in unraveling why we might be drawn to toxic relationships. It's not about blaming oneself, but about gaining insight into our own patterns, which is the first step towards change. Stay with us as we continue to explore the intricate dance of human relationships. Next, we'll look at how these toxic relationships impact our perception of what's healthy and what's not. Section 2, The Impact of Toxic Relationships on Perceptions of Healthiness Having delved into why we might be drawn to toxic relationships, let's now turn our attention to how these relationships affect our perceptions of what's healthy and what's not. It's a crucial aspect to understand, because over time, exposure to toxic dynamics can significantly distort our understanding of healthy relationships. Toxic relationships often focus on a foundation of manipulation, disrespect, and emotional turmoil. When someone is continuously exposed to such environments, their benchmark for what's normal in a relationship starts to shift. According to a study by Resend, Slinning, Ressam, and Toms in 2012, prolonged exposure to negative relationship qualities, such as conflict and lack of affection, can lead to an altered perception of relationship norms. This can result in individuals developing a skewed understanding of what constitutes a healthy relationship. 
Moreover, in toxic relationships, there's often a cycle of highs and lows, which can be likened to a form of emotional bonding that occurs under stress or duress. These relationships are marked by intense, negative experiences that are interspersed with periods of affection or calm, creating a complex and strong emotional bond. While not directly addressing trauma bonding, Reid, Elliot, and Weber in 2011 explored the intricacies of emotional connections in various relationship contexts, shedding light on how these bonds, even in unhealthy situations, can become quite powerful and addictive. This dynamic can make it difficult for individuals to recognize and seek out healthier, more stable relationship patterns as the emotional highs and lows of toxic relationships can create a deceptive sense of attachment and loyalty. Another important aspect is the role of cognitive dissonance. When we're in a toxic relationship, we might make excuses for our partner's harmful behavior or downplay the negativity in an effort to align our experiences with our beliefs about love and relationships. Fessinger's 1957 theory of cognitive dissonance highlights how holding conflicting beliefs and behaviors can lead to a psychological discomfort, leading individuals to rationalize or minimize the toxicity in their relationships. Understanding these dynamics is vital. It's not just about the relationships we choose, but also about how these choices shape our perceptions and beliefs about what love and connection should look like. Recognizing these impacts is the first step towards redefining our relationship norms and striving for healthier, more fulfilling connections. Stay tuned as we next discuss the concept of giving up, why some people choose solitude after a series of toxic relationships. Section 3, The Concept of Giving Up, Learned Helplessness and Self-Preservation Now, let's delve into a rather poignant aspect of our discussion. The concept of giving up. It's a term we often hear when talking about love and relationships, but what does it really mean, especially after a person has gone through a series of legitimately and objectively toxic relationships? At its core, this concept intertwines with the psychological phenomenon of learned helplessness and self-preservation. Learned helplessness, a term coined by psychologists Martin Seligman and Stephen Maie, describes a state where individuals feel unable to change their situation even when opportunities to do so exist. This concept, explored by their 1967 study, demonstrates how repeated exposure to uncontrollable and negative events can lead to a sense of a resignation and passivity. In the context of toxic relationships, individuals might repeatedly experience hurt and disappointment, leading them to believe that all relationships will inevitably lead to pain, thus choosing solitude as a form of self-protection. Seligman, MIA, 1967. Then there's the aspect of self-preservation. It's a fundamental human instinct to protect oneself from harm. After enduring the emotional turmoil of toxic relationships, it's not uncommon for individuals to build walls, not just to keep others out, but to safeguard their own well-being. It's a survival mechanism, a way to avoid further emotional damage. This concept of self-preservation aligns with the ideas presented by Baumeister and Leary in 1995 in their Need to Belong theory, which posits that while humans have a fundamental need to form and maintain strong social bonds, self-preservation might override this need when the risk of emotional pain is too high. Understanding the interplay between learned helplessness and self-preservation offers insight into why some individuals might give up on pursuing relationships after a series of toxic experiences. It's not a simple case of being defeatist. It's a complex psychological response to repeated trauma. Recognizing this can be the first step in healing and eventually opening up to the possibility of healthy, fulfilling relationships in the future. 
As we continue to navigate these emotional waters, our next segment will explore how we can break free from these cycles and move towards healthier relational dynamics. Section 4. Moving Forward. Breaking the Cycle of Toxic Relationships. After examining the allure and impact of toxic relationships and why some may choose solitude over further emotional risk, it's crucial to discuss how we can move forward. Breaking the cycle of toxic relationships is challenging, but it's not impossible. It involves self-reflection, therapy, and building emotional intelligence and resilience. Let's start with self-reflection. It's about looking inward and asking tough questions. Why are we drawn to these relationships? What patterns do we see? Self-reflection helps in identifying our role in these dynamics and what we truly seek in relationships. Recent studies, like that of Cross and others, 2014, show that self-reflection, particularly adaptive forms of self-talk, can be beneficial for emotional health, helping us to maintain a realistic, yet positive, view of our capabilities and worth, which is essential in breaking the cycle of toxic relationships. Therapy can be a game-changer. It's a space where you can work through past traumas and understand your relationship patterns with a professional. Modern approaches to psychotherapy, especially cognitive behavioral therapy, continue to be effective in changing negative thought patterns and behaviors. Research by Hoffman, Esnani, Vonk, Sawyer, and Fang in 2012 demonstrates the efficacy of CBT in modifying distorted thinking, enabling individuals to develop healthier relationship patterns. Building emotional intelligence and resilience is another crucial step. Emotional intelligence involves recognizing, understanding, and managing our emotions and those of others. A study by Fernandez Barrocal and Extramera in 2016 highlights the importance of emotional intelligence in interpersonal relationships. It's about being aware of your emotions and those of your partner, communicating effectively, and managing conflicts healthily. Resilience, on the other hand, is about bouncing back from adversity. It's not about avoiding pain or hardship, but learning how to deal with it constructively. Contemporary research by Southwick and Charney in 2012 shows that resilience is a dynamic process, not a fixed trait, something that we can all develop with time and effort. Remember, breaking the cycle of toxic relationships is a journey. It requires patience, self-compassion, and often a little help from others. But it's a journey worth taking for the promise of healthier, more fulfilling relationships ahead. Section 5. Expert Insights In this section, we dive into the nuanced world of romantic relationships through the lens of leading psychologists and relationship experts. We explore a range of groundbreaking studies that shed light on the complex dynamics of relationships, offering professional perspectives on why people may find themselves trapped in cycles of unhealthy relationships and how they can foster healthier, more fulfilling patterns. In each discussion, we'll be dissecting key research findings from recent studies, providing you with a deeper understanding of the factors that contribute to both the struggles and triumphs in romantic partnerships. From the impact of on-off relationship cycles on mental health, to the transformative powers of relational pattern labeling or RPL in therapy, and the comprehensive framework of relationship dynamics outlined by leading research in the field, we'll cover it all. Our journey through these expert insights aims to arm you with the knowledge and tools to navigate the often turbulent waters of romantic relationships. Whether you're seeking to understand the underpinnings of relationship distress, or looking for ways to improve your own romantic connections, this segment is your go-to resource for the latest and most insightful findings in relationship psychology. 
So join us as we dive into the world of expert insights, where we unravel the science behind romantic connections and offer pathways to healthier, more satisfying relationships. Cycles in Unhealthy Relationships First, we explore groundbreaking research by Monk, Ogolsky, and Manios in 2012 on the dynamics of on-off relationship instability and its impact on psychological duress. Their study, focusing on both same-sex and different-sex relationships, provides a nuanced understanding of how cyclical relationships contribute to emotional stress over time. Monk and his colleagues' research, published in Family Relations, reveals that individuals in on-off relationships, characterized by repeated cycles of breakup and reconciliation, experience heightened levels of distress. This distress is not confined to the period of the relationship, but extends over time, indicating the long-term emotional impact of these unstable dynamics. A key insight from this study is the university of the phenomenon across different types of romantic relationships. Regardless of the nature of the relationship, whether same-sex or different sex, the patterns of instability and the associated distress were remarkably similar. This universality underscores the profound impact that such relationship dynamics can have on an individual's mental well-being, transcending different relationship structures. Importantly, the study by Monk and others in 2022 also sheds light on the potential mental health benefits of breaking free from these cyclical, unstable relationships. The findings suggest that recognizing and addressing the patterns of instability in relationships can lead to improved well-being and emotional health. This research offers valuable insights into the cycle of choosing unhealthy relationships. It highlights the importance of acknowledging and addressing the patterns of on-off relationship dynamics as a step towards fostering healthier, more stable relationship patterns. Monk, Ogolsky, and Manios' work is a significant contribution to our understanding of relationship dynamics and serves as a vital resource for psychologists, relationship experts, and individuals seeking to break free from the cycle of unhealthy relationships. Impact of Unhealthy Relationships on Mental Health Secondly, we explore a pivotal study by Till and Neiden-Krotenthaler, 2022, and I do apologize if I mispronounced that name, which examines the impact of romantic relationships on mental health during the COVID-19 pandemic in Austria. This research offers a contemporary perspective on how different types of romantic relationships influence mental well-being in time of crisis. Published in Frontiers of Psychology, the study reveals that the nature and quality of romantic relationships have significant implications for mental health, especially during the heightened stress of the pandemic. The findings indicate that individuals in a stable, committed relationship, such as marriage, tended to report better mental health outcomes compared to those in less committed relationships or cohabitations. This distinction highlights the stabilizing effect of committed relationships on mental well-being during turbulent times. Thiel and Neidekrotenthaler's research underscores the bi-directional relationship between the quality of romantic relationships and mental health. It suggests that while nurturing healthier, more committed relationships can bolster mental health, simply improving individual mental health does not automatically enhance the quality of relationships. This insight is crucial in understanding the complex interplay between personal mental health and romantic relationship dynamics. The study's findings emphasize the importance of cultivating stable, supportive, romantic relationships as a strategy for safeguarding mental health, particularly in challenging circumstances like, I don't know, a global pandemic. It also sheds light on the need for targeted mental health interventions that consider the relational context of individuals, recognizing the profound impact of romantic relationships on overall mental well-being. 
This research by Till and Neider-Krochtenthaler, 2022, is particularly relevant for psychologists and relationship experts, providing a nuanced understanding of the dynamics between romantic relationships and mental health. It offers valuable insights into the cycle of choosing healthy versus unhealthy relationships and the implications of these choices on mental health, especially in times of widespread stress and uncertainty. Relationship Pattern Labeling, or RPL Thirdly, let's explore a transformative study by Rice McTurnan and Cordova in 2023, which explores the efficacy of relationship pattern labeling, or RPL, and enhancing relationship dynamics. Published in the Journal of Marital and Family Therapy, this study offers a fresh perspective on how couples can improve their relationships through RPL, a methodical approach to examining and altering interaction patterns. Rice and her team demonstrates the significant influence of RPL in therapy. The process involves couples conducting a deep, introspective analysis of their interactions to identify and address recurring negative patterns. This approach is grounded in the belief that awareness of these patterns is key to fostering healthier, more satisfying relationships. One of the key findings of the study is the positive impact of RPL on facets of relationship quality, such as intimacy, partner acceptance, and overall satisfaction. The research revealed that couples who engaged in RPL experienced notable improvements in these areas. This underscores the potential of RPL as a powerful tool in couples therapy capable of transforming the dynamics of a relationship. The study by Rice, McTernan, and Cordova in 2023 highlights the critical role of self-awareness and open communication in addressing and rectifying detrimental relationship patterns. By bringing these patterns to light and working through them, couples can foster deeper intimacy, greater acceptance of each other, and a higher level of relationship satisfaction. Integrating the insights from this research, we see how RPL can be a pivotal approach for couples navigating the cycle of choosing unhealthy relationships. This method provides a framework for couples to actively work towards developing healthier, more fulfilling relationship patterns, offering a ray of hope for those looking to break free from negative relational cycles. Integrative Perspective on Relationship Literature Finally, we explore the groundbreaking work of Finkel, Simpson, and Eastwick in 2017 as they present an integrative perspective on the psychology of close relationships. Their study, featured in the Annual Review of Psychology, articulates a comprehensive framework that amalgamates 14 core principles of relationship dynamics drawn from an extensive review of relationship science literature. Finkel and colleagues' work is a monumental effort in synthesizing diverse theoretical models that have shaped our understanding of relationship dynamics. The 14 principles they outline are divided into four thematic groups, addressing critical questions about the essence, functioning, individual contributions, and external influences on their relationships. This framework integrates insights from a range of influential theories, including attachment theory, interdependence theory, and risk regulation theory, among others. A key contribution of this research is its practical application in understanding and improving relationship dynamics. The principles offer a nuanced guide to the complex terrain of romantic relationships, providing valuable insights into the cycles of choosing and maintaining healthy versus unhealthy relationships. The study's findings are particularly relevant for relationship experts and psychologists as they offer a structured approach to analyzing and addressing relationship issues. By understanding these core principles, professionals can better assist individuals and couples in identifying unhealthy patterns in their relationships and guide them towards fostering healthier, more satisfying connections. 
Finkel, Simpson, and Eastwick's integrative framework is a testament to the evolving nature of relationship science. It serves as a comprehensive resource for navigating the intricate dynamics of close relationships, emphasizing the importance of a holistic approach to understanding and improving romantic partnerships. Conclusion The Futility of Fixing Stupid Navigating Toxic Relationships as we conclude this insightful journey through the futility of fixing stupid, navigating toxic relationships, it's clear that the world of human connections is both complex and deeply impactful. We've navigated through the murky waters of toxic relationships, unraveling the psychological underpinnings and emotional patterns that lead us into and keep us within these harmful dynamics. For understanding the draw of toxic relationships rooted in attachment styles, self-esteem issues, learned helplessness, and repetition compulsion, to recognizing the altered perceptions these relationships create, we've delved into the very fabric of what makes and breaks our emotional bonds. We've seen how the cycles of on-off relationships, regardless of their nature, can significantly impact our mental health and how recognizing and addressing these patterns can lead to improved well-being. Through our exploration, We've also discovered the transformative powers of relationship pattern labeling and therapy, showing us the importance of self-awareness and effective communication in fostering healthier relationships. And in our dive into the integrative framework of relationship literature, we've seen how various theories converge to form a holistic understanding of relationship dynamics, offering us a beacon of guidance in our quest for healthier connections. This episode has not just been about observing the intricacies of relationships, but about empowering each of us with the knowledge and tools to navigate them better. We've learned that while the path to healthier relationships may be challenging, it is a journey worth embarking on. It requires patience, self-compassion, and sometimes a little help from others. But the destination, a life enriched with fulfilling and healthy relationships, is undoubtedly attainable. So as we wrap up, remember that while we may not be able to fix stupid, we can certainly learn, grow, and make better choices for our emotional health. By understanding the roots of our relationship choices and actively working towards healthier patterns, we can transform our lives and the lives around us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Information for Life, Insights and Ideas to Navigate Your World. May this journey inspire you to untangle the knots of repeated toxic choices and steer towards a future of healthier, more rewarding relationships. Until next time, keep seeking, keep learning, and keep growing.